Welcome to BSD Talk number 142. It's Friday, February 29, 2008. First, I'd just like to say hello to the folks across the pond on Lug Radio. Nice to hear that a few of you listen to me. I listen to you also. FreeBSD 7 was recently released, so I have an interview for you today with Ken Smith. Unfortunately, there was a lot of noise during the interview, and so the interview quality isn't that great. My apologies to Ken and to my listeners, but uh, I really thought that the content was good and should be out here. So, here it is. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with FreeBSD lead release engineer, Ken Smith. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. So, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Other than lead release engineer, I'm the systems manager for a computer science department at the University of Buffalo. So, I've been working with computers now for about 20 years. In addition to that, I teach a course that does advanced kernel hacking, and that's where I do most of the stuff with the FreeBSD, but we use it quite a bit for the production systems as well. So you get to work on FreeBSD systems in a production environment every day? Correct. And I get to teach students about how to hack around inside the kernel. So can you tell us a little bit about the release engineering process and where you fit into that? Well, once we decide that we're going to be doing the release, which is part of the release engineering team's job, we go into a code freeze where we stop the developers from adding new crazy stuff and get them to focus on finishing up loose ends and things like that and get it to the point that we think it's more or less ready to go. And at that point, we branch the release and we start to build the test builds. So we start off with beta releases and go from there. And at that point, all of the developers need to run any code changes they want through the release engineering team. We approve the commits. And we're the ones that decide what problems warrant being showstoppers and need to get worked on before the release gets out versus the ones that we just can't really deal with at the time and need to wait for future releases to get fixed. And as we slowly work our way through the release, we get to the point that we think it's fully releasable and we build the release candidates and get those tested. If testing goes well, we build the release. So we're the ones that kind of decide when all of that's happening and coordinate the developers, trying to get them to fix any bugs that come up that are deemed showstoppers. And are you in charge of just the current release, like FreeBSD 7, or do you also deal with releases like 6.2 and 6.3? I became the release the lead release engineer about a year ago, and I'm overseeing all of it right now. So the same team handles both of the releases. So we finished up 6.3 just a little while ago and finished up 7.0 this week. And obviously that's most of the reason why I wanted to talk to you today was the release of 7. Obviously this is a large number difference. What does that signify? What's the difference between 6.3 and 7? Once we get into a major number, so for example, six point whatever, we try very hard to make sure that we don't change any of the ABI API on people. And things that work in 6.2 continue to work in 6.3 and so on. 
but with the major releases, all bets are off. So you can have drastic differences in some of the things that require recompiling or whole new subsystems coming in and those sorts of things. And are you already running, or are you planning on running FreeBSD 7 at your labs there at Buffalo? I actually started off the semester for the course back in January and told them that we were starting off with Beta 2, which was available at the time, and I just upgraded those systems to 7.0 this week. I do have several systems that have been tracking the release, so they went through the betas and release candidates. and. Now I'm starting to work on getting those systems all updated to the release itself. So we do definitely have several systems in the department that are running 7 at this point. And what's your most common way to get a machine from the 6 series up to the 7 series? I always do the source upgrades. So I'll upgrade the source tree and then rebuild the source and reinstall. So it's usually referred to in BSD lingo as build world after you do a source tree update. Do you use a lot of ports and packages that need to be removed and reinstalled afterwards? Yes, I'm, I usually use the compile way of getting those in as well. So one of my favorite commands is port upgrade. That handles it for me for the most part. And I don't know what kind of workloads you're using FreeBSD for at the University of Buffalo, but could you describe maybe some of the features of FreeBSD 7 that you were most looking forward to? Pretty much the performance issues are one of the biggest things for us. So web server and things like that run FreeBSD and the FTP server. We've got several other large servers with disk storage on them that could use the upgrade there as well. So I am looking forward to playing with CFS. I haven't had a chance to do much of it myself yet. I've been focusing on other things, but I'm kind of looking forward to playing around with that. And the performance increases are really nice. For your case, do you think those performance increases are mostly because of networking performance or better utilization of multiple processors or something else? Actually, quite a bit of both. So we do use the networking quite a bit, but performance increases and things like the threads libraries and stuff like that have helped quite a bit as well. Do you have an example piece of big hardware that you have it running on? Well, we got a couple of the eight processor systems, so 64-bit eight processor systems doing some video processing and stuff like that. So. And when you've been talking to other people on the release engineering team, have you had a sense that uh, there's a central focus for the FreeBSD 7 release around you know, some particular goal, or is this sort of a general set of improvements across all features? It's been fairly general. Most of the developers have been just continuing on with the SNPNG initiatives, so we started off back with five moving symmetric multiprocessing into the kernel. And that's been ongoing for quite a while now. It's gotten to the point that the kernel's pretty much all SMP capable, but now they're starting to turn over and focus more on the performance aspects of it. So time was spent up till now protecting data structures and things like that, but now they're starting to analyze where locking gets done and how to do the locking and things like that in a better order, perhaps those sorts of things to improve performance and reduce bottlenecks. And are there any features that didn't quite make it into 7.0 that might be coming for 7.1? ULE just barely didn't become the default scheduler. It was kind of viewed as elective surgery just a little bit too late. 
but it's somewhat likely that you will, you will become the default scheduler for 7.1. Other than that, just continued modifications on where locks are and things like that has definitely been ongoing. Chris Kenaway has been doing a really great job with doing benchmarks and things like that and finding where it is that we've got the bottlenecks and helping us analyze those and improve on them. Has Sun's D-Trace been beneficial to the FreeBSD 7 project? That one's actually kind of in limbo. There was going to be some contract work done. Cisco was interested in it, but that kind of fell through. So D-Trace actually isn't in right now. and We're still working with the person who was interested in doing that. He may still do it, but it's kind of in limbo at the moment. And what about features from 7 that are being backported to the 6 series? Things like ZFS won't be, but some of these improvements that we've been talking about with the performance and things like that is, you know, where possible, we are definitely backporting most of the 6 series, but 7 is definitely what the developers are focusing the most on right now. And now that 7 has been released, is the 5 series no longer supported? The security team's still supporting it for a while, but developers MSCing things that far back is definitely trailing off, so... There will definitely not be any new releases from that, and we've been letting people know that for a while now. It's still supported by the security team for a while longer, though. And now that 7 is out, there's the inevitable benchmark tests that go back and forth. And, you know, obviously different machines and different operating systems do better in different environments, but do you have a sense of how FreeBSD performs relative to a lot of the other major operating systems, such as Windows or Sun, Solaris, or Linux? Most of the benchmarking that Chris has been doing has been against Linux and the other BSDs. I'm not aware of him putting it up against Solaris yet, and definitely not Windows. We are getting to the point that some of the stuff we're competing with Linux very well with. A couple of his benchmarks, we actually run 15% better than Linux's. That said, all of this is definitely still a work in progress, so I mean, I'm not going to walk out and say we're 15% better than Linux at everything by any means. And all of this is very focused on the benchmarks that Chris is doing that we're using as tools to improve things. So I can't really give you any idea of, like, globally or anything like that, how we compare against Linux. But we're, again, just improving as time goes on. Healthy competition. Yes. And that's actually one of the... Good points. I mean, Chris, at one point a couple of months ago, was doing the benchmarks and noticed that there was a little bit of strange behavior in Linux, and he brought it up, and they actually fixed it. So it has been very healthy competition as far as I'm concerned. Are most of the improvements in 7 something that benefits a server, or are there improvements for desktop users? Most of it does definitely benefit the servers. ULE can benefit the desktop users if they switch over to that, which is simply recompiling your kernel. But yeah, most of it's been of benefit to the server. What about your Linux compatibility layers? Have those been moving forward from the 2.4 kernel? The default is still the 2.4 kernel. Progress has been made to get us up to the 2.6 kernels, but it's not quite ready for prime time yet. There's still some bugs in that and a couple of features that are missing. So. I know some of the developers in that area have been using the 2.6-based stuff, but you need to be a bit careful with it right now, and it's definitely not the default. That may be one of the things that 
you know, 7.1 comes along, you might be able to have that in place. And now that 7.0 is released, there is a freeze on certain ABIs and APIs. But I assume that at this point now, people start thinking, you know, the sky's the limit when they start looking at possible things to do for FreeBSD 8. Has that even started as a conversation? Yes, as a matter of fact, it has. Um, some of the developers are now starting to talk about the next generation of jails. So the virtualization and things like that. Jails, it's getting to the point it's a bit old. It was definitely great at the time, but now they're starting to talk about improving the jail infrastructure. And that has already kicked off through the past week or two weeks. And there are other talks about a few other things as well. So the developers are definitely enjoying that head is free for all. Is there much collaboration between the FreeBSD release team and the release teams of other projects that are based off FreeBSD? I'm, I'm thinking things like desktop BSD or PC BSD. Yeah, we don't really talk much with them, no. That's one of the areas I'd like to improve if I can. I'm not very good at communications in general, so it's one of the areas I definitely need to improve in. And speaking of those desktop-oriented BSDs, do you use FreeBSD on your desktop? Yes, I do. So my machine at work, normal desktops, actually running in 64-bit mode. And the machine I've got here at home is running in I386 mode. So I definitely use FreeBSD as a workstation for my own needs. Could you describe what your daily activities are on FreeBSD? A lot of it's just opening windows and logging into other machines and dealing with servers. Just standard web browsing, email, those sorts of things. So. I'm not really into a lot of multimedia or anything like that. Um, again, basically standard stuff. And do you have much time to do coding, or is it mostly just managing? During the release, I only fix things that I'm the only one who can work on. Like I was trying to get the first of the release candidates done and noticed some bugs in system fall, so I need to get those fixed. But other than that, most of my time is just reviewing other people's work and things like that. When we're not in a release cycle, I do get quite a bit of time to do coding and things like that. And could you describe a little bit the way that the project is managed from a source code perspective? What kind of source code repository and what tools you're using and whether those tools are a fit for the job or just what you currently have? It's been CVS for way longer than I've been with the project. It works, but we're definitely looking at alternatives right now. So it rumored that decisions have been made, but it's a little bit premature for me to say flat out that we're definitely moving off CVS. However, it may happen, and it may happen soon. There was quite a debate among the developers about which are the best and things like that. At this point, I probably shouldn't say what we think we're going with, just because I haven't been in all of those loops up through now. But... CVS is definitely showing its age. Well, are there any other topics that you wanted to talk about today? Nothing in particular. So just hope people enjoy the release. And I've heard a lot of talk from some of the older folks around saying that we're hoping that this breaks our odd release curse. So currently the FreeBSD 3 and FreeBSD 5 releases were not our best moments. And there's a lot of hope that this one's going to break that trend. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. If you'd like to leave comments on the website, especially about my terrible sound quality, or reach the show archives, you can find them at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. And if you'd like to send me a message, 
You can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening. This has been BSD Talk number 142.